A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. So, baby, I'll wait, I'll wait. You know that I'll wait for you forever and a day. I'll wait. Hi, everybody. That's a little tune I've been humming in my brain lately, and you will hear it shortly. I'm your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, Jamie Rodriguez, journalist, takes radio host, and you know, the guy that brings you some of the best artists from around the globe. Everybody good? Great. Well, let's get started, guys, because today we have a trailblazing, super in-demand, prolific singer-songwriter, Fraser Churchill. Fraser, we first um, met him uh, at Tin Pan Music Conference here in Nashville, which is like a, a big songwriting uh, music conference that happens uh, earlier in the year. Um, he had a great round with friends of our show, Bree Kennedy and Hadley Canary. And, um, you know, he was incredible and he was a great guy. He's from the UK, uh, studied in Liverpool, actually even um, took some classes under, Paul, under Sir Paul McCartney himself about how to write and catch a tune. And eventually found his way here to Music City, where he's been on a tear. He is um, incredibly in demand, creates his own music, and has um, written songs uh, with everybody and anybody, including the late Boy George and um, Michael Bublé for his 2022 album. Uh, that hit single, Baby, I'll Wait. He wrote that, he co-wrote that, among many other things. So uh, we welcome Fraser to the show. Great conversation, lots of great chat. What a cool guy. And I think you guys are going to have a, a good time, or we hope you guys are going to have a good time learning about him. So welcome. If you're new to the show, you know, little housekeeping favor, we do ask you to take 40 seconds of your time, click subscribe, give us a review. That helps us a lot, as you know. So let's get on with it. Fraser Churchill on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Brazen Churchill, look at you. <laughs> you can see me. How you doing? I can see. How you doing, man? You look sharp. Really? Thank you. Yeah. I was in LA last week, so maybe it was the sun. I think that's what it is, because last time I saw you here in Nashville, you just look cool. You had a relaxed outfit. You know, you have a... I don't know. But you're just a cool cat. I don't know. You know what I mean? What can I say? I appreciate that. Yeah. How have you been so where are you right now? Are you back in Nashville? I'm in Nashville right now. Yes, um, that's right. I was in LA last week, uh, songwriting, and uh, now I'm back in Nashville, just here in my apartment. Yeah, how was LA? It was great. I had a really good time. I was I was writing songs for various artists out there, and it's just it, but it's nice to be back. A week one week trip was just the right amount of time. Awesome. Well, but but yeah, Fraser Churchill. I mean. I was telling Brie Kennedy the other day because I saw her again. And, um, you know, if I ever go to Liverpool or London, yeah, I want to see, like, I want to go with you because I want to see your old stomping grounds, Fraser. <laughs> you know? What was the dream, Fraser? You know, uh, because I just love your hunger, your drive, and just catching up your, on your story, like, past few days. 
that hunger you possess, Fraser, is something that not many people have. Where does that hunger come from? Well, you've done your research, I can tell, because not many people, I guess if you do a little digging, you can see that I, I went to Paul McCartney's music school in Liverpool. Um, I just remember finishing school and I was 18 and I thought, you know, there's this fame academy in Liverpool that is uh, run by Paul McCartney. Or I thought there's only a handful of songwriters a year that get accepted there. And in your final year, you get a one-on-one songwriting class with Paul McCartney. And I thought that feels like something I can aim towards as like my, my goal. So I remember auditioning my first year of, I don't know what it is, 3000 applicants maybe, and eight, nine spots. And I didn't get in. (laughs) So I thought I'd have to try again. So I remember trying doing a year on a different course, a diploma course. And then I reapplied and I got it in my second attempt. And yeah, I spent four years in total in Liverpool and got to that one-on-one with Paul McCartney at the end of it and sang him my sang him a couple of songs and got to ask him a few questions and he gave me a bit of advice. Okay, so so there's a lot to unwrap there, Fraser. Like, first of all, 3,000 applicants, you know, nine people get accepted. Like, what did you do? What was your, like, you know, your portfolio? What songs did you did you perform, like, to get in? Like, what was, the, how do you do it? Well, honestly, I, I didn't get in my first go. So I tried. I thought, you know, what do you do? You got to write some good songs. Um, I remember practicing my guitar, making sure I, I could sing and play at the same time. And I really just focused on playing, singing, and trying to go in with a couple of original songs that I thought were good. Looking back now, um, I, at the songs, I don't think the songs were, aren't, aren't at the caliber that, that I'm writing now, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they just saw potential, you know? Um, and they gave me a shot at the, the degree, and I spent four years in Liverpool. That's amazing. How old were you when you finished and you and you met Sir Paul? Right, I was not. I was. I started at eighteen and uh, I left at twenty-two, and I moved to London. Twenty-two. That's right. Yeah, I moved to London. I, I gotta ask you because I met Paul McCartney at the Rock Hall induction two years ago in Cleveland, and I was petrified. I actually started shaking. <laughs> My life work that doesn't happen. Like I never get starstruck in years. I got starstruck. What was it for you? Like, what was it surreal at all, or were you just cool as all oh, It was completely surreal. I mean, I remember learning how to play Blackbird growing up, and I just thought, wow, I guess to meet Paul McCartney. And um, I remember waiting outside the room, and I heard he was finishing up with another student, and I was, I was shaken, and I thought, wow, I got to calm down, <laughs> try and be as cool as possible. But I had my guitar, right. and I, I wanted to be prepared, so I'd printed out a lyric sheet of all my lyrics with the chords written above the words. So just so he could follow along, <laughs> I wouldn't be overly prepared, you know? Um, but yeah. he, he really was a pretty normal guy and he put me at ease pretty quickly. And um, he sang a bit himself and he had a, a Hofner bass, he had an acoustic guitar and he had a piano. So he was like jumping back and forth from instrument to instrument. Wow. And accompanying me, you know, I'd sing him a, a chorus idea and he would jump in and suggest, hey, why don't you try and change, you know, the last chord instead of a B minor? Why don't you go to a D? <laughs> you know, those sort of like little. That's your fault. <laughs> That's my best poem. I love it. 
Oh man, Fraser, that's great. And you know, you've been writing music forever. You're so you're actually one of the best songwriters right now in Nashville, I think. I mean, you're top of the line. But I look at the evolution as you've gotten older. Um, and you know, like in Freedom, in Freedom, or in Live at Livingstone, like you, you can see like the evolution here. But it's abundantly clear that you've kept working on your craft. Like you, can, you just keep writing songs. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna ask Fraser. Like songwriting is a craft that like needs to be consistently like worked on, right? It's not. You know, like Paul McCartney, like yesterday, I think, or one of those songs came in his sleep, but but more more often than not, it's like a muscle, right? Yeah, it is a muscle, and that's the hard, that's the thing. It's like you've got to constantly um, practice songwriting. You know, I remember thinking, I remember writing 10 songs, and it felt like an album when I was at, in, at Lip Up in Liverpool, and I thought, oh, these are my 12 songs. These are them. This is the album. And I remember walking out, and someone said something to me at a meeting like, you know, I don't think you've written your best songs yet. And I remember being quite offended by that at the time. <laughs> right. But looking back, it's so true. You know, you've got to write 200 songs to find your 10 that are really special. And it's a numbers game and it is a muscle that you get better and you just come up with, you're quicker and your brain is a little bit more um, switched on every time you write a new song about it's a rhyming dictionary and you, you've got a thesaurus in your head that you can access. You, so it just, you're just constantly developing with every song you write. But Fraser, how do you know? Because a songwriter, a pure songwriter like you or like Bree or Hadley or whoever, that you guys write hundreds of songs a year, maybe thousands. Like, you know, how do you know that the one that you wrote for Michael Bublé, like that's a special one and not the other like 20 that you think are really good? Like, how do you know? That is such a good question, man. And I, I wish I had a very simple answer for you, but it's funny. There are a handful of songs over the last three years that I'd kind of shot out of bed and jolted something down on a piece of paper or recorded something on my phone and wrote in my phone with like four exclamation marks, finished the idea. This one. The Michael Bublé idea was that, honestly that. It was like, I remember I was in California and I was I stood outside my apartment and it was like, it kind of came to me and I ran inside and sketched out a rough idea. And I, I actually saved that idea for a specific co-writing session with um, Jason Reeves and Nathan Chapman. And I'd found those two guys working with them in the past. And I knew that Jason could fill in the blanks whenever I fell short musically or lyrically, I knew he was the guy to bounce ideas off of. And then Nathan Chapman, who's best known for all of the Taylor Swift music, I just knew that he was also an incredible lyricist, singer, and instrumentalist. And with the three of us, we'd be able to throw something together that was at a high enough quality that it would just get the song into the best shape possible. And I didn't know what would happen to it, honestly. It wasn't like, oh, this is for Michael Bublé. But I just thought, oh, this, is a, this is a great song, and it deserves to see the light of day, so I'm going to spend as much time on it as possible. And, uh, yeah, kudos to that. Kudos to that, Fraser. And, you know, watching you play, it's mind-blowing that you started with the drums. Yeah. You started with the drums, right? It did. It's funny because it's this kind of 6-8 groove, but it's like an up-tempo 6-8 groove. So it's like a... Right. And I thought, that's right. really cool groove. And the bass moves, it's like on and then off. So it's like, 
I thought that kind of progression was uh, was unique, and uh, it made it a little more exciting to ride over something that wasn't your typical like four four 120. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, we started with the drums, and then the chords came afterwards. The chorus lyric came first, and honestly, the whole song was written in about an hour and a half. It was pretty quick. Yeah. No, and that makes sense because the way you strum your guitar, you can tell that you have root, roots in the drums, that you started as a kid in the drums. Like just, just the way you like, you know, you play it. You just have a very unique kind of like vibe to it. It's it's very it's it's very you in the best way, you know. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I don't think I set out to have to to have a sound or it, but I feel like I did ten years on drums growing up. I did a drum lesson every single week from the age of eight until I was eighteen. I was playing drums a lot. And, and, um, I think it's a great instrument to start on because you can translate that into any instrument. You know, I feel like yeah. now my right hand is kind of like a hi-hat, you know, in that sense, it's your, when you play drums, your right hand is a hi-hat. And then when you play guitar, your right hand is the groove, you know? So, uh, I do think that the drumming has kind of helped my, my percussive sound. Yeah. So, Fraser, why did you move to, to Nashville or to the U.S.? And the reason I ask is because, you know, a lot of our songwriters and peers here in Nashville, maybe they move from like a small town in the U.S. or something, you get it. But you're like establishing yourself in the U.K. and the U.K. has a good songwriting team. You have Ed Sheeran, you know, you have, you know, Harry Styles. Like, it can be done in London. Why did you say, I'm still, I want to go to Nashville? Well, it's funny that you used Ed Sheeran and, and Harry Styles as examples, but They've actually, both of them have actually written their albums in uh, a lot of their music in Nashville. Um, so I feel as if, I remember looking up some of my, the people who I aspired to, to be like and songwriters and where they were all creating their music. And of course, there's so, so much great music in London, but the home of songwriting, yeah. I think, Nashville, you know? And I remember trying LA like first. In the world, right? Yeah. I trained in the world. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. There's, I remember my first songwriting trip, proper songwriting trip, where I was in with others. I was in with hit songwriters, and I was definitely the weakest link in the room. And it just blew my mind how good these, these songwriters were. Right. Just brilliant. And they have never met anybody who cared about a lyric so much, you know? Yeah. So that was really eye-opening when I first did a trip to Nashville. And I just thought, and, and you'll also hear from people, the thing that really makes or breaks a great artist is the song. I mean, beyond yeah. it, you know, you're not going to have a tour if you don't have a great song. You're not going to have a, a merchandise or a, or a It's like so important to just get the song right. And the, and the bones of everything is built from that song. So, uh, I just thought, you know, Nashville feels like a great place to come and learn how to songwrite and collaborate because also Nashville is such a collaborate, such a city that loves to collaborate. Yeah. So um, I started doing trips and eventually decided to to move over here. Amazing. Well, we're so glad to have you, man, because you are a trailblaze right now in the city. So yeah. su super stoked you're here, Fraser. Um, thank you for your time. I know you have a lot going on, but... Let me ask you this. I know you're going to maybe play a song for us. You know, you're getting a little older. We're all getting a little older and wiser. You know, you're no longer the chap there in Liverpool. 
you know, what are some of the priorities now, like at this point in your career? I feel like, you know, your name is out there, you know, you're playing big festivals, you're, you know, you, you can sit in the room with many top people. What is, what, what is your why at this stage in your career, Frasia? Oh, it's a good question. Why do I, why am I still going on? I mean, I feel like it's really kind of you to say all those things, but I honestly feel as if I'm just kind of scratching the surface of like what I'd like to achieve. Um, sure. I'm so excited to put out my own album and um, I've been thinking about it for years and years and chipping away at it. And I honestly think that a body of work that to be really proud of takes a long time. So I'm slowly chipping away at that. Um, I've still got plenty of songs, plenty of artists I would love to work with. Um, right. I also just love the idea of when you write a song, you're, you've created the song and is recorded and that's, that's going to be there forever. It's something that you can, you can leave in the world behind you when you, when you go, you're still always going to try all up and out there. So it's just, those are the sorts of things that keep me going. I guess Isn't that's that the truth, Fraser, like music. And I tell this to people like movies and all, and, and paints, all beautiful arts, but man, music just grabs all the senses, all the people. There's nothing quite like it, right? Nothing quite like it. You're right. And it's like, Music translates into so many languages and brings so many people together. Absolutely. We're Fraser Churchill. You've said it all. Man, we're just super stoked that you're, you know, continuing to evolve as an artist here in, in town and, and worldwide. And yeah, if you don't mind playing a song for us, we'd be honored. Oh, it'd be my pleasure. I mean, we were talking a little bit about um, about Michael Buble, and I'd like to sing uh, Baby I'll Wait, which is the song I wrote for for Michael on his last album. And uh, this is a version that uh, that he heard that got him excited to record it. So uh, here it is. I swear that I would if I could, but you know that I can't. Cause this situation I'm facing is out of my hands Yeah, I would swim, I would drive I would run, I would fly Just to be by your side But I'm stuck here tonight So baby, I'll wait, I'll wait You know that I'll wait for you Forever and a day, yeah Baby, I'll wait for you Cause we're meant to be together I don't care how long it takes Yeah, baby, I'll wait, I'll wait Ooh, baby, I'll wait for you You used to call me I would be there in the flesh I would be out of the door before you even asked Oh, but now there's a wall in between you and me It's as high as the sky And as deep as the sea So baby, I'll wait, I'll wait You know that I'll wait for you Forever and a day, yeah Ooh, baby, I'll wait for you Cause we're meant to be together I don't care how long it takes Yeah, baby, I'll wait, I'll wait Baby, I'll wait for you Said, baby, I'll wait, I'll wait Baby, I'll wait for you Said, baby, I'll wait, I'll wait Baby, I'll wait for you 
My chills have chills, Fraser. <laughs> thank you so much, man. Thank you for your time. Thanks for your charisma and thank you for 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 your art that you're spreading on the on the world. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on today. Great Absolutely. to see you. Guys. Take care, man. Take care. Bye. I've been listening to J Rod Concerts the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.